0: You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check out my Patreon and take a look at my other YouTube channels, too. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything I release. All links are in the description. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the entire Steven Crowder saga from beginning to end. Apparently, he's getting divorced, and he's in a battle with the Daily Wire. What happened? Let's talk about it. Trump supporters at a recent rally having no connection to reality. How do these people function in society? Prophet Julie Green's false prophecies getting stranger and stranger. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is one 800 701 If you want to send a text message instead, you can go to my website, owenmorgan.com. Click Contact Me in the top right corner if you're on desktop or if you're on a phone, a mobile device. Just click the three little lines and hit Contact Me in the menu there. It'll take you to a form, sends me emails that I check every week. As some people may have noticed, my YouTube views are down a little bit right now. I would greatly appreciate it if you guys could do a few things for me. Number 1, if you start one of my videos, watch it to the very end. Watch time factors into how far a YouTube video will be pushed by the algorithm. Also, like and subscribe and share. I would appreciate it so much.
1: Tucker Carlson is gone because of spiritual warfare.
0: Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News not too long ago. He was the top rated host on the platform or on, I'm sorry, on the network. And uh, it was a pretty big shakeup when he was fired. There isn't hard information about why he was fired yet. There's some uh, educated guessing, I suppose. Speculation has it that he was a little bit full of himself and believed that he was special and kind of controlled everything. And Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox News or the CEO or whatever, wanted to set him straight on that. So he just let him go just like that. Now, Fox News lost a lot of viewers after they fired Tucker, fascinatingly. But for what it's worth, this is not the first time that Fox News has just up and fired their top rated host inexplicably. They did this exact thing to Bill O'Reilly. He was their top-rated guy for a while. Now, there are reasons for all of these. I think Bill O'Reilly had like a billion, you know, sexual harassment allegations against him. They did it to Megyn Kelly, too. They just up and fired her. They just fired Glenn Beck, just like that. All these people at one time or another were Fox News' top-rated hosts, so it's a pretty big shakeup and MAGA world is kind of melting down over it. And I am absolutely here for it. So this is Shane Vaughn. If you're unfamiliar, he is a Trump pastor. He it kind of treats Trump as a messiah. In fact, he calls Trump a messiah. I have a whole video about it on my main channel. If you want to just search for Shane Vaughn messiah and you should find it up there. But listen to what Shane Vaughn said about Tucker being fired here. Late April 2023.
1: Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is gone because of spiritual warfare. I want you to listen closely to me.
0: I'm down. Lay it on me, bud.
1: There is something much bigger than the elites. There's something much bigger than Charles Schwab, George Soros, or Rupert Murdoch.
0: Okay. So these are, I guess, the people he considers to be like... The deep state, right? The, the evil puppet masters pulling strings behind the scene? Did he say bigger than George Soros? Wow. They must be really big if they're bigger than George Soros in his mind. Soros is like the ultimate boogeyman to them.
1: Soros or Rupert Murdoch. There is something that is working for the destruction of America. It works in the background. You don't see it you like to call it the cabal. All the podcasters love to talk to you about the cabal.
0: I thought the cabal was George Soros and uh, whoever else. Am I missing something? Okay, well, that, that's really interesting, he mentions that. FYI, he's a QAnoner also, and I'll prove that in a second.
1: They love to talk around about BlackRock, and that's fine, and it's all true.
0: No, it isn't, uh, okay. Blackrock is a terrible company. They're like uh they used to be a military contractor. Now I think they're like a venture capitalist firm or something like that. They used to hire mercenaries to do things in Afghanistan and they did a lot of terrible stuff to my knowledge. They're not some p- evil puppet masters part of a cabal that like eats children and stuff. Like that's insane. <laughs> God, dude. These people. True. But ladies and gentlemen,
1: you are focusing on the symptoms rather than the disease. And until you can see beyond Q, you got to get past the letter Q and you got to get to the letter alpha and omega. See, beyond all of that, there are some people that know what's going on. And we know how to fight against it because we know.
0: Oh, he's one of the we, right? He's one of the people who knows how to fight against this and is aware of what's happening behind the scenes. This is just ridiculous, man. This guy got famous in the first place because he was a Trump pastor. He was like convinced that Trump is the Messiah and has made arguments for it, even claiming that Trump is of Jewish descent, says that some of the tribes of Israel came up over the Caucasus mountains and became white people who then sailed to America in the 1700s and created the country that we now enjoy and wrote the Constitution. I'm dead serious. He thinks the founders of the country were Jewish. And Donald Trump is a descendant of those Jewish founding fathers and is the new messiah. Really, I'm not joking. If you want to see a video all about this guy's beliefs and how they like connect back to Trump being the Messiah and everything, just click the link in the description. I'll, I'll leave one. It's Trump is the new Messiah or something like that is the title of it. But yeah, I'll leave a link for it. A quick reminder, though, try to watch my videos from beginning to end if possible. Uh, that is how the algorithm gauges if a video is worth watching or how far they should push it if you're a regular viewer or whatever please watch my videos from beginning to end like don't don't turn it off in the middle if you're going to watch the the one about shane vaughn then turn it on after this video is over anyways this guy believes trump to be the messiah is the point so keep listening here
1: you got to get past the letter q and you got to get to the letter alpha and omega See beyond all of that, there are some people that know what's going on.
0: Him included. Right.
1: And we know how to fight against it because we know that Tucker Carlson was a victim of demonic power
0: a victim of demonic power fascinating so i guess like he's kind of claiming to be like more knowledgeable than q right be more involved in the political machinations than even q was as the QAnon believer that he essentially is again i'll prove that in a minute
1: and these demons are bringing america under attack
0: these demons are bringing america under attack absolutely fascinating dude well, this guy, like I said, believes Trump to be the messiah, has been talking about the cabal for years at this point, right? This is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Before she was a congressman or, yeah, I think it was right before she became a, Congress, uh, a member of Congress. Listen to what she says here and tell me if the way she talks sounds familiar to you.
2: Um, the fact, because we see all these all these sealed federal indictments and we're seeing all these other things happen and there's sources like he's anonymous, Q is anonymous.
0: Again, this is 2018.
2: But he seems to be completely for the good.
0: No, no, in no way is that true. Okay, this is like months after QAnon started. It started in 2017, this is from 2018, so it couldn't have been that much longer. She was bought into QAnon early the language that she's using the things that she's saying the types of uh, rhetoric that she uses sounds familiar right
2: he for the good he is seems to be totally on trump's side and he seems to be very high up and connected
0: turns out it was completely made up all along it was just ron watkins and his dad jim pretending to be somebody special when they weren't oh and before those two it was paul ferber if you're curious, uh, I'll pop up pictures of those those guys. If you're if you want to know what the original Q looked like, the original Q was Paul Ferber when she filmed this and eventually it moved to a website called 8chan and that's when it became Ron Watkins and Jim Watkins that that's when they controlled and I'll pop their pictures up too so you can see who QAnon really was
2: seems to be totally on Trump's side, and he seems to be very high up and connected. So because of those things, I'm becoming more hopeful, and I'm not being as pessimistic, and I'm trying to stop saying that's never going to happen because I really think it might happen. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Now, there's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity.
0: <laughs> when you hear somebody say once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know they're about to spout some scam, right?
2: to take this global cable of Satan-worshipping pedophiles out.
0: Oops. Uh, Yeah, guess that never happened because this cable, quote-unquote, doesn't exist, okay? It's fake. And by the way, it's pronounced cabal, the root word being, or the the etymology of it, coming from the word Kabbalah, Jewish mystic practice or whatever, some Jewish mysticism thing or whatever. Even the word cabal, is anti-Semitic in itself. She may not even realize that. But is any of this language sounding familiar? This is the exact type of thing that Shane Vaughn is talking about. Now, he may not like Q or QAnon specifically, but he still buys into all of these beliefs, like all of them. He is effectively a anonner, even if it's not in name. In spirit, he's a anonner at least. So anyways, uh, I got a voicemail the other day, somebody asking me about... Tucker Carlson's firing. Let's let's hear what they have to say.
3: Hey, on Guy, Young Illinois. Uh, so this woman who's the uh, prophetic dreamer.
0: Oh, this is Rachel Ham. He's referring to. We'll get to Rachel Hamm in just a minute. She claims that she's a prophetic dreamer. God gives her prophetic dreams, and that her son is a seer. He sees angels all around him all the time, and he can point them out and they give him messages. Just just ridiculous, dude. And she's a she ran for Secretary of State of California, and Got way more votes than I'm comfortable with. A million votes. A million people voted for this person. Anyway, keep listening here. It, it gets to Tucker in a second.
3: Their kid who's the seer, you know, and I know you've you said this many times because this is it, says there is nothing that grooms kids more than religion.
0: Absolutely.
3: So this kid, I don't know how old they are, it's uh, probably said, oh, I can make mommy like me because I can pretend to see things and she'll like me. And I'll, mommy will be happy with me.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think you're completely right. When you convince a kid that you really, really, really want them to do something or think something or be something, they will. I desperately wanted to make my parents happy by getting baptized as a Jehovah's Witness. And it was the worst mistake of my life, I think. Mm, I have to think about that because I've been a drug addict. I mean, I've been through some shit. Needless to say, was the baptism the worst mistake of my life? Ooh, it's close. Yeah, kid will do anything to make their parent love them. Anything. And when that parent takes advantage of it, it's that much more disgusting. There should be legal penalties for that kind of thing. For taking advantage of somebody who is effectively the only person in the world that that kid trusts You're supposed to be able to trust that parent to take care of you and they take advantage of that.
3: You'll be happy with me. Talk about grooming. This is disgusting. But Owen, don't worry. RIP GOP 2026. It's the end of the line. Tucker was the beginning of the end. I mean, they've been going down fast. That's the beginning of the end. It's all increasing speed downhill. And to like totally go off the cliff.
0: It's an interesting point. I think he's saying that firing Tucker is the start of the Republican Party losing influence dramatically and rapidly. And I think that he's right. Um, I talked about this in another video recently. I think it was on my main channel. Might have released. uh, Yeah, I'm not sure when it released. It'll be different depending on when people are watching this, but it released on my main channel not too long ago. And the crux of my argument here is that there are a lot of very powerful Republican religious extremists, like fundamentalists in the judicial system, in the uh, in the political system generally, pulling strings and doing everything they can to get more fundamentalists crusaders and extremists into our political system but in my opinion i think that the real extreme crusaders like clarence thomas and alito and the other justices on the supreme court people like that with that personality i think that they only constitute about 20 to maybe low 30 percent of The U.S. population. I don't think that they make up a a large group. I mean, it's bigger than it should be, certainly. But I think there's going to come a time when these people will have no choice but to leave politics or do what their voters want, because they're not going to win another election if they keep doing what they're doing right now. Banning abortion is a deeply unpopular position in the entire United States. It is a losing political issue. If they keep talking about this and pushing for this stuff, they will lose their elections. Every time they do something really extreme, they lose influence. You know, every time there's like a new book banning effort in Florida, they lose support. The Republican Party does. I really don't, I don't think that we have too much to worry about. Like we need to fight Every inch of this political ground is fought for. We must keep fighting. But I think they're losing. I don't think people are very happy with what they've done to the judicial system in the U.S. or to the political system at all. So that's a bit of good news. And Tucker being fired for what he has said and done or whatever is a step in the right direction. Fox News lost a lot of viewership when they dropped Tucker. So I, I do think you're right on that point. I appreciate the voicemail. For good measure, let's just listen to Rachel Ham, who was mentioned earlier by the caller, talk about her son, her prophetic seer son. Mid-September 2021. This is when she's running for Secretary of State of California. By the way, that position is is responsible for making sure that, like, the voting system goes off without a hitch, basically. She would be in control of voting in the state of California.
4: Well, my youngest son is a seer. That means that he sees in the spirit. So he sees angels, he sees demons, he sees light and dark. and you
0: know. No, he doesn't. You live in a fantasy land if you believe this.
4: Light and dark and, you know, all kinds of spiritual stuff.
0: I love it how they're always saying stuff like, you know, if my son thought he was Superman and he tried to jump off the house, I would stop him. If my son thinks that he's a girl, you know, all this anti-trans stuff. And she's standing here with a straight face saying, my son thinks that he is a seer. And I believe him, too. And I'm going to support him to the death. My son can see angels and give prophecy and all of this other garbage. Like, come on, man. Yeah, the caller is absolutely right. Guy Young, Brookville, Illinois. That's how he always starts his calls. He calls in a lot. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Like, this is childhood grooming. Clear as day, isn't it? It doesn't get any clearer than this. This is most definitely grooming, indoctrination.
4: He's also a prophet. So he's home because he's been exposed to COVID and isn't allowed to go to school. He comes and knocks on my office door. And I opened the door, and he said, um, just wanted to let you know, the house just filled up with angels. Yeah.
0: yeah. no grooming happening here, right?
4: Right after I asked for them. And, you know, so many of us ask for angels to protect us, and then we have to trust by faith that they're there. And that's, that's good, you know, that's fine, but, like, praise God to have a seer to come in and say, What you just asked for? But he didn't know I'd asked, right? Like, he's out there. I'm in here. Lord, give me.
0: I bet. I bet. Totally. He had no idea you asked.
4: So he said, there's angels throughout the house. And he said, and I asked him why they're here. And he said, there are two kinds. So I said, why are you here? And why are you here? And he said, this one said, because your mom is dealing with something very stressful and she needs support.
0: That would be running for secretary of state of California. I know. Nobody said anything. Why is she acknowledging? Like <laughs> What?
4: And then he said, the other one said, because your mom is doing something very dangerous and we're here to protect her.
0: Okay, I guess it's dangerous to run for political office. Like, they're going to take you out if you say something. You... God, this is just nonsense. All of it beginning to end every last bit. And the caller is absolutely right. It is political grooming, political indoctrination, clear as day. Sad, man. Absolutely sad. It's sad that people fall for this. It's sad that she seemingly believes it and has now convinced a a new generation to believe this stuff. Now her son is going to go on to propagate it even further. Completely unbiblical stuff, by the way. Whether you're like religious or not, you shouldn't stand for this because this is just nonsense. Honestly sad. Let me know what you think in the comments. Next, we're going to talk about the entire Steven Crowder saga from beginning to end. Apparently, he's getting divorced and he's in a battle with the Daily Wire. What happened? We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad free, complete videos. All links are in the description.
5: You give up so easily. I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said then we're at an impasse. Steven, no, we are at an impasse, okay? I love you,
4: but Steven, Steven, your beast is sick.
5: Watch it. Watch
0: it. This is Steven Crowder talking to his wife in a video that leaked not too long ago and is the premise for the claim that he has been abusive to his wife. Now, we're going to talk about the entire drama beginning to end, including this video and a new one that came out not too long ago. And I'm going to try to explain how all of this played out and why I agree with the conclusion that a lot of people have come to that he is absolutely terrible that he's an absolutely terrible person so let's start from the beginning what is his beef with the daily wire what happened what is the deal here quick cutaway we'll get back to it in a second just quick reminder the youtube algorithm operates off of a few factors it pushes a video further if you watch it to the very end if you like the video, and if you subscribe. If possible, I would appreciate it if you guys watched my videos to the very end, at least. If you start one, make it to the end. All right, sorry for the interjection. Let's continue. In October 2022, Steven Crowder received an offer, or a term sheet is what it's called, from The Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's Uh, network or whatever right they offered him a term sheet to become one of their influencers one of their talent if you will for 50 million dollars they offered him 50 million dollars to become one of their hosts the same way that like matt walsh is a daily wire host or candace owens or whoever else right that is a lot of money there was complete silence like no we didn't even know about the term sheet at the time a little bit of time passes January rolls around and Steven Crowder comes out with this video criticizing somebody. He didn't name the company, but he says this somebody out there, this corporation offered him a bunch of money to be their host or whatever, to be one of the hosts on their network because he's just leaving the blaze, which is Glenn Beck's network. So the Daily Wire offered him this term sheet as he's exiting the blaze, and he kind of lost his mind and started accusing them of taking advantage of him and everything else. Ben Shapiro is going to explain it pretty succinctly here. Just give it a listen. Listen to what Ben Shapiro has to say about it. This is a January 20th, 2023. This is Ben Shapiro's response to accusations that they were assisting big tech at the Daily Wire. We offered Stephen in a term sheet, a
6: non-binding term sheet. A non-binding term sheet is exactly what it sounds like. It is a list of terms for a proposed negotiation for a contract, and the negotiation happens. Then you come to a final contract. That is what it. Right.
0: When you receive a term sheet from somebody, you call them up and you talk through it, and you scratch things out and you add things. Like, okay, I don't want fifty million. I want 75 million, but I'm willing to, you know, let you do the recording and the editing and the this and that and whatever. You kind of work through the agreement. The the term sheet is just a starting offer basically. Non-binding term sheet is.
6: His agent had solicited us to make him an offer. This is when he was in his closing days with the Blaze. And so we sent him over a non-binding term sheet for $50 million over the course of 4 years.
0: Oh my god, that's something that I i'm sorry that's something that i missed last time i listened to this he says his agent solicited him that means steven crowder requested the term sheet if ben shapiro is to be believed here steven crowder requested the term sheet from the daily wire because he wanted to be one of their hosts since he's leaving the blaze uh glenn beck's network that's fascinating
6: He was in his closing days with the blaze and so we sent him over a non-binding term sheet for $50 million over the course of four years with an additional two-year option at $25 million. That is, as it sounds like, a lot of money, but we thought that Steven is worth it because Steven is, again, an incredibly talented guy with a very, very large following. And um, if you want to hear the actual terms of the term sheet, all you have to do is go to the description on this particular video or head on over to YouTube and you can see my business partner, Jeremy Boring, read the terms word for word
0: That's a pretty big deal. They don't usually release, you know, private term sheets like that. But Steven Crowder kind of released bits and pieces of it publicly anyway. So the Daily Wire decided to release the entire contents of the term sheet. Went through it word for word, like he said. And Steven Crowder basically complained that if he loses YouTube monetization, then his pay is cut accordingly. Which makes sense, you know, you're not bringing money in for this company because you've lost YouTube monetization, then we have no money to give you back. That's the deal. In my opinion, Steven Crowder was completely wrong in his assessment of this situation, and I have to believe that he only acted in bad faith to get an email list. That's my hot take on this. I think Steven Crowder was full of it. He knew what he was doing, and he did it intentionally to take advantage of the situation, but who knows for sure. The thing is, Daily Wire is not a charity. This isn't like a communist company, right? I mean, they, they make money too. And if you're not bringing money in for them, they should have no obligation to pay you. You're a contractor. Contract work and full-time employee work are very different. If they're paying you $50 million over the course of four years, you better be bringing something to the table for them. That should be obvious, right? Stephen's original video in which he attacked us. So this week, Jer- uh, this
6: week, Stephen attacked Jeremy Boring and attacked the Daily Wire and suggested that we had essentially offered him a, a, an enslavement contract that would have robbed him of all of his freedom and made him subject to the whims of big tech and all the rest of this kind of bull****. And um, it's just
0: not true. Yeah, totally agree. It, it was complete nonsense. I don't know what Stephen Crowder's goal was with this, but it was garbage. True. Jeremy, unlike Stephen, read the entire text
6: of the term sheet on the air and goes through it piece by piece and explains exactly how it works. And in short, all the contract says is, we are offering you this gigantic sum of money. And if you start to lose money for the company and for yourself, because you lose YouTube, for example, then we both lose money, so you lose some money. Because this is typically how contracts work. On this show, for example, if I lose advertisers and the revenue of the show goes down, and I lose revenue personally because the revenue of the show has gone down. So, again, if you want the details, the legalistic details. Yeah,
0: he's 100 percent correct here. Ben Shapiro is. I don't like either of these people. I think Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder are terrible in every way. And they have a detrimental effect on society. I think they make society worse by adding their public disc- discourse to it, like dramatically worse, both of them. But from an objective point of view, just standing on the outside looking in, Steven Crowder was wrong here.
6: All this You can check out Jeremy's video. It is absolutely comprehensive and irrefutable because, again, he reveals— I've never seen anybody else do this. He reveals literally the entirety of the, of the what was supposed to be confidential term sheet that Steven decided to partially leak for his own benefit.
0: So basically, Steven Crowder leaked part of this term sheet that wasn't that exploitative. Dude's getting $50 million, Okay a slave contract for 50 million like give me a break it's disgusting that he would even say such a thing so anyway that you know he complains about that and targets the daily wire and it's just absurd man like come on so after ben shapiro releases that video steven crowder comes out with this january 19th 2023 they don't get deals that
3: they they wage slaves for a little bit come over and make a salary and grow their brand (laughs)
7: make the way for a little
0: bit make the for a little bit so um, he recorded a phone call Steven Crowder recorded a phone call between himself and the Daily Wire co-owner Jeremy Boring basically Ben Shapiro's business partner and picked out a little section that sounded really really terrible Now, when Jeremy Boring says people can be wage slaves for a little bit, build their brand and all that, typically working for exposure is a joke. Generally speaking, if somebody, if some 50,000 subby YouTuber asks you to do free artwork for them and they'll pay you in exposure, it's a scam, okay? The vast majority of the time, if you're working for exposure, it's a scam. But not for the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire is massive. Aren't they like the number one most visited like, uh, Facebook page on the entire platform or something like that? It's obscene how many views The Daily Wire gets. Trust me, working for The Daily Wire for free, you're still getting a deal. Believe me on that one. Now, again, he probably picked the term wage slave to use for that specific thing because he thought he's talking to a friend. He's using it casually. It's not accurate to call somebody a wage slave if they're working for exposure for the daily wire, but Stephen Crowder took it uncharitably and intentionally warped it out of proportion to make the daily wire look like the scumbags that they are, but for a different reason than than the than why they really are scumbags so keep listening to uh, Stephen Crowder talk about this. <laughs> God bless the Talkboy. Those things are worth like $5,000 now. It's an expensive gag. Um. No, they're not. I looked this up not too long ago. I am a connoisseur of old things. I love old stuff like the Talkboy. You can't go to eBay and just search things up necessarily. But uh, if you go to eBay and search up Talkboy... And then select sold items at the very bottom. Just select that one and see how much they're selling for. Vintage Home Alone 2 Talkboy tape player recorder box not working. $56 bucks, not working. Let's see. Here's one. $43 Deluxe Talkboy cassette tape Home Alone 2 cassette recorder. So the last one bit was a uh, an auction. It sold for $43 at auction. Here's one that sold for $200. Or, I'm sorry. This one was listed for $250 and sold for $250, not an auction. Probably not worth that much. Here's one that sold for $35. I mean, it's kind of hit or miss. People list them for different prices. That's why you have to check sold, last sold, instead of looking for what people are charging for them. But they're like $200 maximum, probably closer to $50. So yeah, that's just nonsense. $5,000. Does he have any concept of money? And, and what it is, and how much a certain amount can buy. You know what? I'd be willing to bet, like one of his producers, somebody kind of took advantage of him there. Uh, yeah, talk boys like five thousand dollars now. I'm gonna need five grand. Just gonna pull it out of the bank account.
5: Dollars now. It's an expensive gag. Um, so didn't want to have to do this, but Daily Wire out of themselves very, very quickly. And sure enough, if you see all of the people who, who work there. Um, some of whom I have relationships with, uh, they immediately tried to make this all about money.
0: By the way, this is the day after Ben Shapiro came out and explained everything. This is January 21st, 2023, when he said this one.
5: Here's the problem. There are a few problems, and I'll go through with some receipts. Um, Everything that was said about negotiations, how they transpired beyond the numerical value, which is true and I'll get to, uh, everything else is untrue.
0: No, I mean, they went through the entire contract line by line. I watched this entire video, and eventually he gets to the point where he explains that it was misrepresented, not that the actual facts of the contract are misrepresented. He accepts that the contract that they went through on the Daily Wire website was accurate. He just doesn't like how they presented the information is all. So anyways, after all that, January 24th, three days after that, Candace Owens comes out, and she says this on her program. Remember, Candace Owens is a Daily Wire host.
8: Steven has a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say. He has a lot going on, and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their lives. I would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention to this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Sometimes people need a prayer. Sometimes people need a scripture. You know, Stephen purports to be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that. You know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something should be said. Or maybe if I feel that the public has a right to understand certain circumstances.
0: Oh boy, sounds like she's about to spill some serious tea right now, right? Oh, I love it to death, dude. I love the uh, far-right extremist infighting. I just eat this stuff up. It's fantastic. So anyways, yeah, Candace Owens basically came out and did what I would reasonably characterize as a mild threat, right? She mildly threatened him. She said, "Uh, keep coming at Daily Wire and uh, some information might leak eventually, right? (laughs) I love this, dude. This is great. All right, April 25th, 2023. That brings us up to Stephen Crowder's response because months go by, he said nothing about the situation, right? Didn't respond to anything. Didn't nothing. It's just radio silence. And then April 25th rolls around and he releases this in response to Candace Owens.
5: I loved a woman so much that I married her. A woman who, despite all of this, I still love as... The mother of my children.
0: Oh boy, he's getting divorced, and he claims, as we'll see in a minute, that's what Candace Owens was talking about. That the divorce is the big secret that Candace Owens claimed to know about that nobody else was supposed to know about. Okay, interesting. There's more to the story, though. This is fascinating for a number of reasons, but one really, really good reason to follow this drama is because it gives you some insight into the way that Steven Crowder frames up arguments and propagandizes about subjects that are important to him. It seems like basic internet drama that's like unimportant, like whatever. Who cares if Steven Crowder's getting divorced, whatever else, blah, blah, blah. But it's really valuable if for no other reason than because we now have the benefit of looking in from the outside from a non-politically charged situation and seeing how he frames things up and argues points and how he fights generally. This is a good opportunity for everybody, not just people to the left of hunting the homeless for sport, but anybody to see how Steven Crowder handles arguments and propaganda and political points. That's why I really want to talk about this.
5: And she wanted something else for her life. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out. And the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course,
0: Okay, is he saying that women shouldn't be allowed to get divorced if they don't want to? And the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I get it.
5: There are multiple sides to every story. But one thing that is undeniable uh, in this case is that it's no one's fault but my own in that I picked wrong. And that's certainly not the fault of my children.
0: Okay, why are the children coming into the equation? I don't understand. Like... He's very clearly just using his kids as a shield from further criticism, right? If you continue coming after me, Candace Owens, then you're going to hurt my children. Do you really want to hurt my children? How are his kids going to suffer from this? Like, first of all, and second, Steven Crowder brought all of this on himself. This Every last bit of this is his doing, okay? I don't even know what he's talking about right now. Like, this is nonsense, So anyways, it's his fault, right? Okay.
5: And uh, I will say that what's in the best interest of my children um, is not internet drama, speculation, certainly not blatant or veiled shakedowns or dragging their father or mother. And I can't be clear on that enough. Or their mother through the mud.
0: So uh, basically, I I get the impression that he's trying to kill the drama and he's using his children as a human shield in the uh, process, right? This next one is really important. This is where he makes some very specific claims that were immediately disproven.
5: I have been living with a proverbial boot on my neck for going on years now. Uh, Since 2021, I've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous divorce. Now, let me say on the outset to be clear, there is no infidelity, any kind of physical abuse at all on either side
0: No physical abuse on either side. Interesting. Okay.
5: And no, this was not uh, my choice. My then wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore. And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted.
0: Wow. The gall of Texas to permit a woman to make a choice for herself, huh? Absolutely absurd on every level. Like, these people are obsessed with controlling everybody around them with controlling women and the choices that they make w- for their own bodies or for themselves. This dude is effectively saying right now he doesn't believe that women should be allowed to divorce somebody and without the man's permission. The man should decide, evidently. This is nuts! How did we get here? Seriously, w- you know, in the 70s, women weren't allowed to have credit cards. They weren't allowed to rent a home of their own or buy a house or get a loan or anything at all and it's almost like they're trying to bring us back to that time like they're doing everything they can to decrease and roll back women's rights as far back as humanly possible it's nuts dude
5: it's been the most heartbreaking experience in my life what i consider to be my deepest personal failure and just so you know my opinions on parenting and families ...have not changed. Um, I've always believed that children need a mom and a dad, that divorce is horrible, and I still believe that children need a mom and a dad and that divorce is horrible. But in today's legal system, my beliefs don't matter.
0: God, see how he frames this? This is like, he's framing it as though he's being persecuted, right? In today's legal system, my beliefs don't matter. What he's trying to do is prevent somebody from exercising their own rights to live their own life, right? He's trying to prevent his wife from being allowed to leave him, from being allowed to divorce him. Now, in the United States, we live under a concept that goes like this. Your right to swing your fist ends at the tip of my nose. You can swing it anywhere you want, except for right here, because that would no longer be you exercising your rights That is now you violating my rights. Let's take the analogy one step further. Imagine you are sitting in your apartment building, right? And you're allergic to cigarette smoke. It makes you break out in hives, maybe sends you into anaphylactic shock, could kill you possibly. I mean, let's take this all the way. Unlikely. I don't even know if that's possible. Just bear with me for the sake of argument, okay? And what do you smell coming through the walls from your neighbor's front door but cigarette smoke? Your neighbor has a balcony. They have the choice of going out on their balcony and smoking rather than smoking right next to their front door or even near the hallway, which is putting your rights at risk. That is your neighbor swinging their fist, which is perfectly fine. It's in their apartment. But now their fist is extending out into your apartment, right? They're exercising their rights to smoke a cigarette in their house, but it is now interfering with you. So their right to smoke a cigarette in their house has to be stifled, at least a little bit, to protect the rights of the people around them. That's how the concept works. So Steven Crowder says his beliefs are not respected in today's legal system. And what are his beliefs? that he should be allowed to control somebody and violate their rights. I was swinging my fist at this guy's face and the law says I can't and that's violating my rights because I'm allowed to swing my fist whenever I want and wherever I want. That's not true. There are limitations on things for other people's good to protect everybody's rights. Women have the right to make decisions for themselves And Steven Crowder is trying to claim to be persecuted by not being allowed to violate other people's rights. That's how he frames it up. And by the way, the KKK has been framing, that's been their framing for since the 1980s, at least earlier than that, even the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, white people are being persecuted and mistreated because black people want to live in the vicinity of them. Because they want to move into the same neighborhood. Because they want to go to the same schools. White people are being persecuted because black people are around. Same framing as the KKK. There's a reason I bring that up. I just covered a uh, KKK Grand Wizard interview from 1982 on my main channel the other day. Take a look if you want. It's actually pretty interesting, I think. I may put a link in the uh, description if you want to watch it. But yeah, in the 1982 interview, he gives the exact same framing against affirmative action that Steven Crowder just gave, against no-fault divorce.
5: Texas divorce is permitted when one party wants it, period. So for well over a year, uh, well over a year, in the best interest,
0: as well as physical safety of my children, we've... Wait, physical safety of your children? I'm sorry, wait a minute. How are your children in danger? I don't understand. Uh, are you protecting your address from being leaked to the public? I get that. 100%. Yeah, that would be putting your children's lives at risk. Absolutely. That's a good reason to protect the safety of your children. Not uh, You starting internet drama with the Daily Wire and then hiding behind your children and claiming if somebody hits back at you that they're putting your children at risk? No. That's nonsense. Come on.
5: As well as physical safety of my children. We've decided to keep this issue private and to resolve it uh, privately with the appropriate attorneys.
0: That's probably an okay idea. But being as obsessed with family values as this guy purports to be, it was probably a, a better idea to just come out on Twitter and say, I'm going through a divorce. It's not my choice. I still believe in these values. And then move on with your life. It seems to me that probably would have been the better idea, but okay. And to resolve it Uh, privately
5: with the appropriate attorneys, what have you, legal jargon. And all this, one thing I want to be really clear about is certain, true north here is that my children are blameless.
0: Okay, did anybody blame your children? They're like, I think they were born August 2021. And the reason I know that is because I was adding dates into my files earlier to kind of track down exact timestamps and stuff like that in preparation for this. I think they were born august 2021 so what a year and a half did anybody blame a one-year-old for any of this he's very obviously just using his kids as a shield right children are blameless completely without fault
5: and so we decided to resolve these issues privately as it's in their best interests
0: uh, both emotionally and physically then why are you bringing it up seriously It can't be because Candace Owens, you know, called you out. It was months ago. Keep your mouth shut and move on with your life. First of all, and second, how are your children in danger? He said they're in physical danger if this comes out. Okay, well, he just talked about it. So are they in more danger now than they were, like, a week ago or whatever? In what way are they in physical danger now that it's out in the open? They're, like, a year old. Twins. So now he goes on to address the Candace Owens thing. This is his response to Candace Owens quote-unquote threatening him. And to be fair, it does feel like she was kind of, you know, hinting at that a little bit.
5: Some, not all, but some of them in positions of power, influence, leverage, knew of this.
0: Knew of the divorce.
5: They also knew that the safety of my children included keeping it private. So if you're familiar...
0: Wait, I'm sorry. Hang on. Let's
5: one more time that the safety of my children included keeping it private. So how
0: how are you? How is your how are your children in more danger now that you have announced this to the world? Candace Owens didn't say anything to anybody. She said, if you continue fighting the Daily Wire, then I will reveal this or that or whatever to the world she didn't even specify how are your children in danger more now that you release the information to the world it's just absurd on every level he's just using his kids as a shield here right private so
5: if you're familiar with the idea of extortion then you know the feeling well uh now some of these
0: yeah, it's fair. I, I, I'm i comfortable saying that uh, Candace Owens was definitely kind of hinting at that, right?
5: Threats were so thinly veiled that I'm frankly surprised you didn't all guess immediately.
0: Yeah, it's fair to call it that. For what it's worth, Stephen Crowder actually had an elective surgery because he had something called, uh, I guess it's like a sunken chest. It's like a cosmetic thing, right? Here's where it gets interesting. People are saying that this is like pec implants. Like, uh, I think Candace Owens claimed that these were like pec implants, like pectoral muscle implants to make his, you know, chest look bigger, make him look more muscly or whatever. But actually, that's not necessarily the case. I have a sunken chest. Now, the way that Steven Anderson described it doesn't really sound like what I have, it's called Pectus Excavatum. Here, let let me show you guys. Take a look at this. I may not be able to show this on the final stream or on the final video, but take a look. If you look, there you go. If you look from the side, you can see that I just, I basically have no sternum, right? And if I like kind of pull in a little bit, you can actually feel my heart beating right here. You can actually feel ba-bump, ba-bump, ba-bump because there's no bone there. It's a genetic thing. Many of my family members have it, and there is a fix for it. They won't give you the fix unless you're under 27 years old, because it's really, really dangerous. Unless it's dangerous to the point that it's putting your health at risk, and mine is actually putting my health at risk. It's actually very dangerous for me to have this, because you can literally feel my heart through my skin. Uh, So yeah, it's not fantastic. Uh, I I would probably qualify for the surgery, but the surgery basically involves cutting a hole in your skin on this side and on this side and running a wire through your skin and underneath like some bones right here in the chest. I mean, I understand the sternum is actually there, but it kind of dips in and then ends shorter. So you you run the wire underneath the bone that's there, and you put a couple of screws on each side, and you twist it and break the bone in your chest a little bit more every day. Just break, 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 and it takes like a month of twisting this screw and breaking your bone every day, and it's supposedly the most excruciating experience that a human being can have fixing this. So yeah, I've never, never done it, but... The way that I heard it described from Steve, but from Steven Crowder is exactly like what I have. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I would not be surprised at all to find out that the guy had pec implants and bicep implants and all that other stuff. Do you really think that this guy is like exercising every day to like get all these muscles? I would be surprised. But that is a reasonable explanation to find out that he had a sunken chest like that. I may not believe that if I didn't have it myself. So anyway, just food for thought. Now let's talk about this video. This is a little bit triggering for some people. I feel like the word triggering is overused a lot of the time as somebody who actually has PTSD. Some content is not triggering, it's just disturbing. You know, like hearing somebody talk about women's rights or how they should be erased or something like that. that's not triggering that's just disturbing and disgusting this is actually triggering possibly so be aware if you've dealt with anything like this it could possibly be triggering if you haven't seen it yet this is steven anderson talking to his wife july 2021 a month before their twins were born this is his pregnant wife right here eight months pregnant give this a listen
5: I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just, did, you just did it. I drew a boundary, of abusive control. You were not taking
3: the car. No, because if you refuse to do rightful
0: things, you know what? I'm actually going to step back. It's really hard to understand. I try to clean the audio up, so I'm going to read it line by line. If anybody is listening, rather than reading the subtitles, he says, "I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary."
5: No, no, you just, did, you just did it. I drew a boundary.
0: No, you just did it. I drew a boundary. So what he's probably talking about here, I'm doing a little bit of speculating. Take it with a grain of salt. If you go to couples counseling, I've never been to couples counseling, but I went to school for psychology for substance abuse counseling. And I learned a lot of techniques that are, you know, that span across different forms of psychology if you go to couples counseling and you two are just are not getting along and there's something that's really bothering the other about how they're doing things or going about their lives or whatever the counselor may tell them to say i'm drawing a boundary this is what i need from you if we're going to stay together if this is going to continue to work i'm going to draw this boundary please don't cross the boundary and i it looks as though what he's saying here is he doesn't like to be called abusive and that's what he just and that's what she just said to him that he's a abru- he's being abusive and cruel. So he says, I drew a boundary, please don't do that anymore.
5: I drew a boundary and abusive, because, and cruel. That abusive. You
0: are- because that is abusive, he says, You are not taking, not taking the car.
1: because
5: if you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go pick up the groceries.
0: If you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go pick up the groceries, he says. So It sounds like this is what's going on. Again, pure speculation. I was not in the room before or after this conversation happened between them, so take it with a grain of salt. But having come from a psychology background, I'm going to give you my basic assessment as a layman who is not qualified to give this assessment, so take that for what you will. It seems like they probably went to couples counseling, and she demanded that He treat her with some level of respect. And he demanded that she do, quote-unquote, wifely things, right? And those wifely things are grocery shopping, uh, walking the dog, giving the dog medicine, which is what they're fighting over right now. He wants her to give her—he wants her to give the dog medicine, apparently, at this moment. And she, being eight months pregnant, is not comfortable handling this dog's medicine, understandably. You can't even— Scoop cat litter when you're pregnant. There's so much you can't do when you're pregnant. I, I don't think it's an unreasonable thing that she's kind of putting her foot down on over right now. No
5: groceries. I have to Steaks, wood pellets, my grill.
0: She says there are no groceries today. Steaks, wood pellets, my grill. I know it's not unreasonable, but I'll go do it.
5: I know it's not unreasonable. But I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you wish that?
3: Yes.
0: Hillary, how do you respect the men?
3: Other than man.
5: The, man.
0: the other man you see, the mother comes back. No. You're not taking the car, she says. You know, I've heard some people ask, like, why? He's a multimillionaire. Why does he have one car? Again, this is all speculation, but it's speculation from the perspective of somebody who has been taken advantage of and abused by my dad, who has seen countless abusive relationships through my life. This again, it's speculation, but it's a pattern that never fails. I see this pattern constantly within abuse, uh, within abusive relationships or from abusive personalities. My guess would be he only has one car because it's a control mechanism. He can control where she can go and when she can go there and what she can do and who she can be with and everything else. Again, maybe there are other cars in the shop. Why don't they have three cars? You got me. I know families that make $100,000 a year and they have three cars. He makes $10 million a year, maybe. I don't know. He's worth at least $10 million, I would be willing to bet. He could literally just, he could sneeze and enough money would come out of his nose to buy an extra car. What, what reason does he have to not have an extra car other than that? That's just my take. Again, speculation, just from my experience as somebody who's been in an abusive relationship before. You're
5: not this, taking the car. Again? You are not then I it. will ask someone to pick
0: me up. You're not taking the car, he says. And she says, then I will ask someone to pick me up. Who would you like me to ask? He says, "What is that? A threat?" She says, "It's not a threat, Stephen." get
5: an Uber. Okay, Stephen, I can't.
0: He says, "Get an Uber." She says, "I can't." Dot. Dot. Dot.
5: Feeling some constraints, Stephen. Like I can't Steven. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want right to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents.
0: Says, "You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents." If you take the car, I can't go do these things. Well, was he planning on going and doing these things? If he was, why doesn't he have another car? Why is this such an issue? And also, why is he smoking a cigar in front of his eight months pregnant wife? Eight months pregnant, he's smoking a cigar in front of her. It should show you how he feels about the whole situation. Like, he doesn't seem to care at all.
5: I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I
9: can't can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here.
0: Like, he says, I can't, you know, you're going to take the car and leave me here. I can't go to my friends. I can't go to blah, 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 wherever. Well, if you take the car and go do those things, she can't do those things either. Do you have a problem with that? Of course not. His problem is with what he is capable of doing, not with what she's capable of doing, because he doesn't view them as equals. Again, like, a lot of this is speculation. Just winging it based off of, a, uh, you know, a minute worth of footage that I saw, like a uh, Little window into their lives, but I have been in or adjacent to so many abusive relationships in my life. This is like deja vu. Like this is an exact replica of relationships that I have seen or personally been in. It's like they have a school that they go to, abusive people, that they all train to learn to do the exact same things. It's weird. It's uncanny how similar abusive people are in these relationships it's just strange seriously so it's speculation based on concrete experience just think of how boxed in you made me what why doesn't he think of how boxed in he's made her again he doesn't care about that he cares about him which is why he's smoking a cigar in front of his pregnant wife
4: what do you need me to pick up
8: i'll get it i'll be back when i'm back
9: no that doesn't work either you'll be back when you're back That doesn't work either <laughs> I, I do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you going I'll be
0: back back. Do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you going, I'll be back when i back? Well he said he just listed a number of things that he wants to do that he might do. He'd consider doing if only he had a car, darn it. He doesn't have that car because she's taken it. I could go to my parents, I could go to the gym. Sounds like you got a ton of free time on your hands. Why don't you take an Uber? Why don't you have one of your many employees? pick you up and drive you around dude's got plenty of money okay he's got plenty of employees and friends and whatever he needs she obviously needs some space here and he's refusing to give her that space this is classic from abusive partners classic i've experienced it myself and i've seen it a billion times you're making a choice when you do that is what was said i like amplified the noise and cut out the background sound so I could understand. Yeah, Steven Crowder said that.
5: The only way out of this is discipline and respect.
0: Only way out of this is discipline and respect. What? He's treating her like she's a child.
5: The only way out of this is when we're at an impact. We are going to the past. Good. Because you can't have any discipline
0: he says, if you can't figure this out or something like that, then we're at an impasse. And she says, we are at an impasse. And he says, good, because you can't have any discipline and respect. Yeah, there you go. I, You know, I get skepticism about the situation. I understand. Totally. I get that, you know, we're getting this one little window into their lives. May, and they're going through a divorce right now. Maybe this was deceptively edited or some other thing. I mean, there are a billion explanations. I could buy that. I could buy that maybe this isn't a fair representation of how he treats her if this isn't exactly how he describes women or how he or or what he talks about on his show every day. If this wasn't exactly what he purports to believe in public, he is describing or he is acting out what he describes the world should be like on his show every day in a vacuum okay sure i get it you know stephen crowder maybe this is you know not fair to draw assumptions maybe it's not fair to kind of try to pick at this and assume the worst and blah 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 uncharitable if i could understand those positions if this was not what he vocally believes should happen if this wasn't exactly how he viewed the world
5: yeah. There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give
0: up. Steven, you give up so easily. I don't give up, she says.
5: You give up so easily. I I I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, then we're at an
0: impasse. He says, you give up so easily. I said the only way we're going to get out of this is discipline and respect. And then you said we're at an impasse. That's what Steven just said. No, we are at an impasse, okay? We are
4: at an impasse, okay? I love you, but Steven, Steven, you're an is He's sick watch
3: it
0: watch it again the reason that people call this abusive this this video is because they have experienced this exact situation like I said it's like abusive people go to school to learn this stuff or something I don't know why abusive people's personalities are so similar to each other my dad used to say that to me the in the exact same tone watch it in the same exact way. How is it that they're all so similar to each other? It's uncanny. So he says, it's cruel and sick. And he says, watch it. And, and just those words, watch it, could be a trigger for people who have experienced mistreatment like that, like I have, simply because they're all so similar when they say it.
5: Fucking watch it. I'm going to let go. I'll get what you need to do again. And I, I need some space. You need to just talk
10: baby for a little bit, okay? I love it.
0: I'm gonna go and get what you need and I need some space, okay? I love you, she says.
3: You know, I love you very
5: much.
0: I love you, she says. I love you very much.
5: I don't love you. That's the big problem.
0: I don't love you, that's the big problem. I've
5: never received love from you, and the fact is when I go look, I need to do A, B, C, and D, you just be about it. You No.
0: He says, I don't love you. That's the prob that's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, you just need to be disciplined about it. C and
5: D. You just be disciplined about it. You know? but I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No.
0: Wow. He says if you loved me, you would put on some gloves. The argument apparently um and I say apparently because I I believe that this is coming out of court documents. A lot of this was revealed from court documents he wanted her to give the dog medicine and she didn't want to because she's pregnant and pregnant women are barred from handling a lot of stuff you would be surprised honestly you can't even shovel cat litter if you're pregnant because it could have an adverse effect on the pregnancy really it's so important to be careful when you're pregnant And he wants her to put on gloves and handle this medicine anyways. As he sits there smoking a cigar in front of his pregnant wife, instead of him just giving the medicine to the dog himself, he is being abusive to her and ordering her to put gloves on and do it herself.
5: No, but I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair and it's disingenuous.
0: But just put on some gloves. No, but I love you more than life itself. So he's saying she doesn't love him unless she does exactly what he tells her to and is disciplined and shows him respect. That is psychotic. I'm sorry. That is straight up psychotic. Like, and he probably doesn't even realize how absolutely psychotic this is. And and let me give you a little tip here. If you don't see how psychotic this is, it could be for one of two reasons. Again, pure speculation. In my opinion, if you don't see this for what it is, uh, Purely abusive situation. I would venture to guess that you have never been in this situation or experienced it or seen anything like it before, or you're in the middle of it right now. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. He says, Hillary, you're right. We're at an impasse. Become someone.
5: Hillary, you're right. We're at an impasse. Become someone. Damn.
0: Even that the tone that he puts on top of this is the same exact tone that abusers use. Again, uncanny. It's like they go to school for this stuff. Listen to me day in and day out
5: day in and day out worthy uh, a wife worth? no, not-
0: Become a wife worthy he says. that is psychotic seriously
9: not of a wife. I didn't say. As a wife. <laughs>
4: do, to, do Come on now.
1: I'm not going to engage.
0: I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get me what you need. I'll
1: get you to you. I'm not going to engage. I'm going
5: to go. Text me what you need. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those
0: things? He says, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those things? He sits forward. Interesting. So, I, I mean, this is all speculation, and speculation is dangerous. But as somebody who was actually abused and in an abusive relationship with my dad, you know, when he sits forward with his cigar, you can see her step back a little bit. Um, I used to do that exact thing when I was dealing with my dad. You know, he'd stand up in an attempt to intimidate me. Even what Stephen is doing here, he's sitting here relaxed, and he changes his body language and sits forward, it's an intimidation, maybe not even inten- uh, intentional, I don't know, but it, it is intimidating. He sits forward and she shifts because she's concerned. My wife would never shift if I sat forward like that, ever, because I've never done anything like this before, ever. Again, speculation, it just seems to me blatantly obvious that he is abusive to his wife, right? He's living his values, and his values include this kind of treatment. To push back against this kind of treatment is hard. I've been there, and I've done it, and it's not easy. It's scary and dangerous, and you don't even know if they'll be your last words or not. Seriously. So let's step back and watch him sit forward again as he blows out cigar smoke in front of his eight-months-pregnant wife. Do I'm, I'm not. Put on some gloves. You committed enough to do those, things? Not,
5: I, are you do those things? things. You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you. I'm committed to it.
0: The- You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you and I'm committed to it. Walk the dogs and put on some gloves. So he sat forward. She shifted. And then she walked inside to escape the situation. Seems clear as day that she lives in fear of being abused. Again, speculation. Take it for what you will. It seems plain as day to somebody who has been in this exact situation. Are you, are you committed enough to do those things? He follows her inside, and then she walks back out, trying to escape the situation even further. Why did she go inside? It wasn't to get something. It wasn't to do something. She's trying to escape the situation. And when he followed her in, she walked back out.
1: Are you
11: committed enough to do anything? I'm going walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to
0: get the medication? Walk the dogs, put on the gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication?
5: Take the medication.
0: Text pops up, as the Crowder's head inside, Stephen gets angrier and angrier, and by his own admission screams, I will fuck you up, at his pregnant wife, Hillary, who then flees their home. The reason that we know this, the reason that they popped this text up is because it was revealed in court documents, in court, like, what, correspondent depositions or whatever you call it. I don't even know what it is exactly. It was revealed in court anyways, and uh, that's why it says by his own admission, because he describes the situation in court filings and depositions and stuff. That is Steven Crowder. That is who he is and what he does and how he treats his wife, his family, his kids. No part of that was okay. No part of those interactions. I don't care who you are or what you believe or what you've done in your life or what you've experienced or what. I don't care. Nothing about that was okay. And if you've been in this situation, you know exactly what this feels like. You know exactly what she was experiencing in that moment. I certainly do. The story doesn't end there. Interestingly enough, this video is getting pretty long, so I'm going to bring it to an end pretty soon, but there's one more video I want to show you. So April 28th, 2023 rolls around. This is just what a day or two maybe after that video leaked that we just watched. And Steven Crowder releases this video.
5: I commented on my ongoing divorce on Tuesday, requesting privacy in the best interest of the family, but also by court order agreed upon by all parties. Look, Broken marriages are ugly, and in them people do ugly things. Myself, of course included, I would never claim otherwise. However, due to recent misleadingly edited leaks to the tabloid press with...
0: So he's saying that what we just watched was misleadingly edited. I don't care how edited it is. I've been in those exact situations before, and I saw her body language, and I have exhibited the exact body language before. So has every other person who's been abused on planet Earth. This is entirely too close to home. We know exactly what type of person Stephen Crowder is now.
5: Press without context and not subject to consequences of the court.
0: Context in that is largely irrelevant. We saw exactly how she shifted when he sat forward. We heard the language that he used against her. We've seen you know, the court documents and things like that, some of it.
5: Well, if not privacy, the next best option is truth. So today, I have filed a motion to officially unseal all files as they relate to the matter of legal record, finances, relevant medical records, including mental health history or evaluations, depositions, and any motions or sanctions from the courts of Texas. I will not be leaking private marital information to the press, but if the. Pr-
0: no, but he's going to leak it to the public. I mean, maybe not give it to a tabloid, but he's unsealing it and he's going to release it himself anyways because he has a platform. Whoever released this video didn't have a platform, right? He's the one with 5 million subscribers on YouTube, not Hillary Crowder.
5: But if the privacy agreements are not respected by all parties, I will address all that is a matter of irrefutable legal record in full context next week.
0: So what he's saying is he's going to release his... his soon-to-be ex-wife's mental health records in retaliation for this video being released of him abusing his wife basically does it get lower than that honestly i felt like the daily wire thing where he attacked them for no reason was low but this this is lower than that surprisingly i honestly didn't think it was possible but here we sit just disgusting man straight up disgusting let me know what you think about it in the comments i'm just like this is just bad We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description.
1: My support of, of Donald Trump is unwavering. I would take a bullet for the man. Seriously. And a lot of us would. And we're going to... If they wouldn't put him on the ballot, we'd write him in.
0: This is a guy at a Donald Trump rally. took place, I think, April 27th, 2023, or late April anyways, in... um. You know, in 2023, Trump seems to be turning into what is effectively a messiah at this point. And as disturbing as that is, it is deeply entertaining to watch. I wanted to listen to a few people's reactions or interviews that they gave about Donald Trump at one of his rallies. Keep listening to this, dude. He had more to say. Oh, and uh, one more quick note. This guy on the left, the guy that's interviewing him. I don't know if you guys knew this. It comes up later, but. He's dating Marjorie Taylor Greene right now. Really, he's dating Marjorie Taylor Greene. Who looks at Marjorie Taylor Greene and says to themselves, yeah, yeah, I like that. I think I'll have some of that. Disturbing, man. (laughs) I can't. I cannot. Quick cutaway. We'll get back to it in a second. Just quick reminder. The YouTube algorithm operates off of a few factors. It pushes a video further if you watch it to the very end. If you like the video and if you subscribe, if possible, I would appreciate it if you guys watched my videos to the very end, at least. If you start one, make it to the end. All right. Sorry for the interjection. Let's continue. Anyway, listen to this poor fool interview this guy on the right. I think it's very important to to support Donald Trump. Uh, uh, If not, our nation goes down. I believe he was
1: sent by God to preserve Abraham Lincoln's promise that a, a government of the people and the Biden people and the Ford people will not perish. But I think it's rather ironic because I remember, probably nobody else knows this, this armory in 1976, I was here when I was in high school, and this, here's, this is where Ronald Reagan gave his speech announcing
7: that he was primarying President Ford.
11: Interesting.
7: So rather interesting that now
0: Donald Trump is back. The, the timing of all of this. My God, dude, they'll find patterns in anything. You catch that, though, in the beginning? He's a messiah. They believe him to be the chosen one, the messiah, the one who will bring about the end, God's chosen person. That is unhinged from reality, straight up. And you want to know what else is unhinged from reality? The fact that we're getting an ad, if you're listening and not watching, you won't, you won't be able to see this, but there's an ad on this video, The Kid's Guide to Donald Trump. Learn Trump's achievements and vision for the USA, plus two bonus gifts. The Kid's Guide to Donald Trump. Now, who are the groomers here exactly? These people are very obviously trying to groom children politically into a political ideology. It couldn't be clearer, right? And they're complaining about the left indoctrinating children into the leftist, wokest, whatever. Absurd. I actually tried to get my hands on this Kid's Guide to Donald Trump or whatever. Unfortunately, it's not easy to get unless you want to be scammed. So it's very obviously a scam. There's no clear, obvious way of canceling this thing. And it's a subscription service. You must subscribe monthly to get this kid's guide to Donald Trump. It was endorsed by Mike Huckabee originally, but it's not actually a Mike Huckabee production. He's just he was just paid to be a spokesman for it basically. You it they say it's free. You receive this for free and two other bonus gifts, but you have to pay a dollar for shipping and handling. See in the corner of the ad you can read just pay shipping and processing with this offer. See website for details. It's like a dollar or it was when I was trying to get it. And uh unfortunately, after that they charge your card the following month to continue pulling money from your bank account. And most people probably don't even realize that. Most people getting this are probably in their 60s, 70s or 80s don't even aren't even aware of what's happening that their bank account is being drained by this company every month. That's how the grift works. And again, no obvious simple way to cancel. So I set up a privacy.com account to try to get a copy of it, you know, set up a thing where you can do a virtual card and only allow this amount to be withdrawn from it they wouldn't allow it you can't use privacy.com apparently or virtual cards i even got a gift card like a you know like an amazon spend anywhere visa card or whatever for 50 bucks try to use that won't let you can't do it apparently you have to use a real bank account or simply won't work so yeah kind of disappointed in that i'd love to get my hands on it but Anyways, yeah, listen to this dude, April 27, 2023, again, same Trump rally. This guy is apparently an atheist at a Trump rally, okay? If I'm open and honest, I'm an atheist, but uh, I align more closely with a Christian conservative worldview, and so... How? How do, How does this happen? I don't understand. I'm so lost. Dude is an atheist, but aligns with a Christian conservative worldview. What? conservative worldview and so uh, i pretty much support christian conservatism that whole that whole moral compass and so that's what i stand for well here's the thing the bible doesn't provide a moral compass the bible espouses a different position on every single moral issue come up with any moral issue and you can find a bible verse to defend that position seriously You are in favor of gay marriage? Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at a speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? And what did Jesus say about being gay? Let's just look to Jesus, right? Look to his advice to figure out how people should feel about the LGBT community. Oh, he didn't say a thing about it. Interesting, right? There are plenty of verses to back up the idea that being gay is not wrong or you should at the very least let people live their own lives and have their own relationship with God at the very least. And then there are verses like, say, the Old Testament that talk about it being an abomination before God and all this other stuff. What about marriage? Is it one man, one woman? Or is it one man, multiple women? There is a different position espoused for every moral issue in the Bible. So he's not getting his morals from the Bible. He's getting it from nutcases who believe they know what the Bible has to say about morality, even though they're apparently completely ignoring entire swaths of it. Look at some of these other people at this rally. Check out this couple. I think One's from Florida, one's from Tennessee, I think. Listen to this. Born to Ride for 45 is here. We came, I came from Florida. 60th Trump event. We love Trump a lot. Of- wow. 60th Trump event, dude. Who goes to 60 Trump events? Who goes to 60 events of any sort? I'm probably the biggest Tool fan alive. I love that band to death, dude. I am a massive Tool fan. My favorite band ever. And yeah, and I'd argue that I'm probably one of their biggest fans. You know how many Tool concerts I've been to? A few. Two or three. Of course, COVID hit, so I was being careful about going out. I may have gone to more if they were in my area, but 60? I haven't been to 60 Tool concerts. This isn't just like a fandom. Like the guy said in the beginning, they believe he's the Messiah. It's not a fandom. It's a personality. It's a religion for all intents and purposes at this point. A lot of us come across the country to come see the greatest president ever, Donald J. Trump.
9: Absolutely right. I'm from Tennessee.
7: Got here last night. Flew in. Now, when you guys got here, was there anybody else in line, or? Oh yeah,
2: they set up the tent over here and stuff. Well, let's They're go. Set it up four
7: o'clock yesterday. Four o'clock yesterday. Let's go in here real quickly. We heard you guys were here at four o'clock yesterday, setting up a, a tent. Where are you from? Where are you from, my man? I'm from New York City, the Bronx. The Bronx. I came all the way down here for President Trump. Of course.
0: Wow, dude. This guy's from the Bronx. He's wearing a star-spangled banner like sweater apparently this is crazy he's got a MAGA hat on he's got a huge ZZ top beard if you're listening and not watching this is nuts dude and uh the Bronx interesting there are a lot of parts of New York City that aren't even really New York City like Staten Island isn't really I mean it's part of New York City technically it's you know within city limits so is the Bronx so is Queens and Brooklyn other boroughs but they're not really city i mean they have subway lines that go to them but i don't know there's just it's very different they're just suburbs it's no different than like any other little suburban area with you know unplanned sprawl all throughout it manhattan is where the city really is and that's where all of the prices start shooting through the roof i mean there are a lot of really expensive places and really beautiful places In Brooklyn and Queens and the Bronx and Staten Island, also, and out uh, further on Long Island. But, you know, Manhattan is really where New York City is. That's really New York City. That's what people in the area call the city. He says he's from the Bronx. I'd be willing to bet he's probably from the northern part, just barely in the area. Homes are normal prices in the northern part of the Bronx, they're not absolutely absurdly priced you can just buy a house in the Bronx and it's really not that bad so
7: city of the Bronx the Bronx came all the way down here for President Trump of course great Shot of his head I thought it was President Trump's signature may
0: I- okay now remember as we watch this this guy that the, the reporter guy or whatever you call him is dating Marjorie Taylor Green. okay
7: great shot of his head I thought it was President Trump's signature may I just for a second sure. the great MTG signed his hat there you gotta love that
0: Taylor Green, I hope she's vice president. He says, I love Marjorie Taylor Green."
7: Marjorie Taylor Green, I hope she's vice president one day. I,
0: I really do. I love her. That makes two of us. All right. Oh, God, dude, is this the first time this guy said he loved her? That's fascinating, right? Wow, their relationship. How can you? Honestly, I personally thought that Marjorie Taylor Green had a personality that only a mother could love. Apparently a mother and this poor fool also surprising absolutely blows me away <laughs> how did this happen i don't understand crazy oh, i love her it makes two of us all right <laughs> oh that's crazy okay so <laughs> let's keep uh let's keep listening here uh this one is an interview with i don't know some guy who claims to be mr america or something like that he's got a maga hat on with a flag on the side he's got the Red, white, and blue outfit with the stars and everything. He's all decked out here, okay? So what's your plans? You're the, you're, you're the youngest one right now in Connecticut. Uh, where do you see
7: yourself in 10 years from now?
0: What? Oh, he's from Connecticut. Interesting. That, that's really not that far from New York City. It's a very short train ride, like a 20-minute train ride from uh, New York City. Here's some now.
9: Well, I got inspired by a man, you know, quite well. His name's Donald Trump. Um, And my goal someday is to get higher up in politics. I don't really know where that's going to lead me, but I keep the same principles that he has never give up, never give in, never back down. And as a young conservative, I take it.
0: Does Donald Trump stand for the principles of never give up, never back down, never give in? Okay. I thought the saying was never give up, never surrender or something like that. But I guess that one's from, like, Bear Grylls, isn't it? (laughs) Okay.
9: Never give up, never give in, never back down. And as a young conservative, I've taken a lot of heat, especially in school. I've been called all the labels racist, sexist.
0: Huh, I wonder why that is. Why do you think people call you racist and sexist? Do you think maybe it's because you're racist and sexist or because you act that way? Really, is it not penetrating his thick skull that, like, his actions have consequences, that maybe he's being called these things and ostracized for a reason. Apparently, it's just not getting through to him.
9: Sexist. I've been yelled at by teachers because I stood for the Pledge of Allegiance when no
0: one else would. Mm, I bet. Totally. You just wanted to say the Pledge of Allegiance and nobody else would say it because they hate America. So you're the only guy to stand up for America. And say the Pledge of Allegiance in front of everybody. And you got hated and ostracized for it. This poor fella, huh? So persecuted. He is so persecuted. Poor, innocent Americans who just so happen to be racist and sexist and bigoted and hateful, you know. But they're just trying to love America. They're trying to pleasure America the way a young boy should, okay?
9: so i've kind of learned that especially in connecticut which is a quite liberal state you got to stand for what you believe in so i'd like to maybe move up and run for office when i'm done pursuing my education you know get that degree under your belt and hopefully
0: Ooh, that's not very popular that's not a popular position get educated in trump circle seriously i mean i'm not joking or being facetious They are very anti-education in conservative circles. Um, Hitler did the exact same thing for the exact same reasons. A a more educated population is more likely to lean left, to vote against fascist ideals. And uh, naturally, fascism has to fight education as a result. You think I'm joking or, or being facetious? I'm not. Let me prove it. This is a film from the 1940s, immediately after World War II ended, called don't be a sucker, and it was produced in an effort to draw attention to how Hitler did what he did. How did he manage to get people to a position where they'd be willing to do the horrific stuff that the that the Nazis did in World War II? It's a fascinating movie, and I break it all down on my main channel if you guys want to like see a full breakdown of the entire thing beginning to end. The title of the video is, Everybody Should See This. The thumbnail says, Holy Frick, this 1942 Nazi film is bonkers, basically. If you wanna see the video, the whole thing beginning to end, it's on my main channel, just search under that. But listen to the description given about the Nazi party in the 1940s, immediately after World War II ended. These men had won their struggle for power. They now ruled all of Germany.
10: But still they had trouble with their oldest and most persistent enemy, the truth. They found that truth does not die easily. And so they decided to abolish truth. One great source of truth is literature. So they burned books, 20 million of them. Many great men in Germany who were spokesmen for truth were jailed or driven from their country. Teachers, writers, scientists. Education was discouraged.
0: In five years, college attendance dropped 53%. I mean, I, God, I could watch this whole movie. I love this movie to death. But this film is, again, 22, 23 minutes long. It's so good. But yeah, just check it out on my main channel. The point is that education is heavily discouraged within right-wing circles. Always has been. You know, Hitler was a right-wing extremist. He had right-wing ideologies, He came in under the auspices of a left-wing ideology and eventually took a hard right turn, abolished socialist movements, abolished trade unions, anybody that he thought might be a challenge to his power, he snuffed them out, up to and including educational institutions, institutions of higher learning. Matter of fact, since we're talking about it, wow, I forgot I even had this clip, but Tucker Carlson was- talking you know a disgraced fox host ex-fox host if you will he was talking to this kid daniel schmidt he's talking to him about higher education this is from late july 2022 listen to this advice to young people particularly young men is just dive face first into it like drop out of college college is ridiculous unless you're moving towards some very specialized degree that you can only get in college if you want to be a veterinarian or a physicist or something but if you're in humanities you know i can give you a list of 100 books you can find it on the internet and you'll be better educated than you would be at whatever stupid college you go to a b get married so he goes on yeah the point is they've always discouraged college education the the right wing in the u.s discourages college education and so did hitler so i'm honestly surprised to hear this kid talking about college education
9: Office when I'm done pursuing my education, you know, get that degree under your belt.
0: He's definitely breaking some rules in the uh, in the ideology
9: and hopefully maybe one day run for a national office. That's, that's what
0: there. you got to do. I love it. Plus, let's just give a
7: good shout out on his outfit here. I love the red uh, pants. I
9: just got the new pin, right?
7: And you got this good tie here. got to yeah. love the tribe Trump. You got to
9: dress right when you're going to see Mr. America, right?
0: You, you have to draw, dress. Dude, who declared Donald Trump Mr. America? That is absurd on so many levels. I don't know where to start. Wow. Okay. There were some advertisements happening at this uh, event, at this Trump rally too, fascinatingly. Listen to one of the advertisements that went on at this event.
8: Spike protein is the toxic substance that attaches to your cells to allow mRNA to enter. Worse, both COVID and the vaccine function by using spike proteins to attach to your cells.
0: Oh my god, dude. They're propagandizing even in the advertisements. Spike protein is not... What was... How did she describe it again? Hang on.
8: Spike protein is the toxic substance that attaches to your cells to allow mRNA to enter.
0: What? Okay, no. The spike protein is something that the, uh, the coronavirus has. It's one of the proteins of the coronavirus has, right? I mean, been a while since I've read about this, but I believe it's the protein that the coronavirus has that it uses to enter into cell walls. Is that right? And the mRNA vaccine basically reproduces that spike protein, which in itself is harmless, actually. But once your body sees that this foreign thing, this spike protein, is entering into the cell walls it starts producing antibodies against it and trying to destroy this spike protein. And when the coronavirus shows up using the spike protein to enter cell walls, you've already got antibodies there ready to go to fight it. That's basically what that is. But even in the ads, they're propagandized. This is crazy. God, look at this. Counteract harmful spike protein. You've got to be kidding me, dude. You know what this ad is for? It's for some... What is this? Like some kind of like snake oil or something. Get back to that pre-COVID feeling. You can buy these pills that will counteract harmful spike proteins. Really? This is a joke, dude. This is just disgusting. This is brazenly taking advantage of people's ignorance on this subject. Okay, now that we have that little background on spike proteins, keep listening here.
8: Spike protein is the toxic substance that attaches to your cells to...
0: False. It's not... Toxic
8: allow mRNA to enter worse, both COVID and the vaccine function by using spike proteins to attach to your cells. Many of us have become overloaded with excess spike protein from our surroundings over the past few years and haven't made.
0: Wait, overloaded with spike protein, what?
8: Overloaded with excess spike protein from our surroundings over the past few years and haven't made the connection between not feeling 100% and spike protein overload.
0: What? Spike protein overload? What the hell is happening right now? I don't understand. And is this guy wearing a Punisher hoodie thing in this image here? Does he realize that the Punisher is owned by Marvel, which is a subsidiary of Disney. He probably doesn't know that, does he?
8: teen ...overload. This is a sad reality that we all have to address. Fortunately, there is help. The chief medical board at the Wellness Company, including Dr. Peter McCullough, the doctor that recommended ivervectin and hydroxychloroquine to President Trump back in 2020.
0: Perfect reason for me not to trust a word out of this guy's mouth. He's the one that suggested ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to trump this guy seriously this guy should be on a list of most harmful people on planet earth the guy that wanted to add lead to gasoline and paint and this guy they should be right at the top of the list for most harmful living organisms on planet earth so i guess the guy peter mccullough or something like that is selling this snake oil he suggested ivermectin And hydroxychloroquine to Trump, apparently, allegedly, and is now selling snake oil to people. Selling some pills to counteract the spike protein. This is so sad, man. This is so deeply sad. It's like that time I I tend to go through like Trump extremist like message boards and, you know, telegram channels and QAnon spaces just to see what's going on, right? Kinda keep up with this Garbage. Well, this reminds me, this scam, the you know, selling these pills to get rid of the spike protein or whatever other garbage reminds me of this Trump bucks scam, a.k.a. Trump checks. They're golden checks that people allege are being sent out to or being given to his supporters. So here's how the scam works. The claim is that Donald Trump is selling gold checks or gold tickets or or trump bucks take your pick it varies from day to day and you can buy these tickets for a hundred dollars and every five tickets is guaranteed to win a thousand dollars so it's like a lottery and if you buy five tickets you're guaranteed to get a thousand dollars so if you drop five hundred dollars on these golden tickets or these trump checks or whatever trump bucks then it will pay out to you a thousand. You're doubling your money. That's the idea here. So people will take their kids' college fund of $60,000 and buy, you know, thousands of Trump checks or Trump bucks or whatever, expecting to get the money back. When in reality, there is no lottery, there is no payoff. And it's not even Trump doing it, they're just taking your money, although I wouldn't put it past Trump. They even made a convincing or at least semi-convincing advertisement that most people won't fall for, but some will. How many people listen to these advertisements? A million people over the course of a year? What percentage of those people are going to fall for these tricks? Not zero. If you get even a thousand people, one percent or 10 or 10,000 people or hell, even 500 people to fall for it or even 100 people to fall for it. How much money did you make from that one scam for doing absolutely nothing? This is the advertisement that they put out for these Trump checks. I found this. I don't know when it was made, but I found it September 2022.
11: Are you listening? Pay attention. This is very important. The Trump golden $1,000 bill is something that I made to financially help all Americans, everyone, including you. The bill is amazing, okay? It is golden. And every bill has its very own serial number, it's true. America will be wealthy again, folks, okay? And every true patriot, even everyone in the QAnon forums, every true patriot must own at least 100 Trump bucks because production, my friends, is like Nancy Pelosi's vocabulary, very limited so get your trump golden one thousand dollar bill before we run out completely the trb system is active starting in september so
0: so the trb so he's saying that like the payoff system where you buy this right now and you'll get paid off eventually it'll you know you'll be able to turn it in and get the amount that you're owed for whatever it's going to double in value is what he's saying now it's very obviously not donald trump right it's a scam. But his audience members, the people that love him to death, fall for it. They believe it.
11: You better get to counting, okay? Get your Trump bucks now and don't waste another day. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. And God bless the United States of America.
0: It's sad, man. Honestly, it really is. It's sad. And this this scam about the spike protein is basically the same thing. These pills do nothing. They They do nothing for anybody. And they're scamming gullible suckers out of every penny they own. It's sad. It, it is honestly sad and disgusting. This one blew me away, though. I just want to show you an old. This is a throwback. This is from late April 2022. Okay. Check out what this dude said about Trump at another rally.
7: Politics, just for a second. Yeah, sure. Best thing about Donald Trump is what? Um, his honesty with the people.
0: Honesty. Donald Trump. His honesty. Right. That's what he's best known for. Totally.
7: I feel, yeah, I think
0: uh, I, think
7: he's just about the sh- most straightforward president we've ever seen. So um, pretty I pretty support- much know where he stands on everything. I, I feel like we all have a good understanding of where he leans, uh, you know, and where he's, I think he supports the people, and I think that's the best part about it.
0: Yeah. You know, he represents. We talking about the same guy? This is absurd on so many levels. Seriously, what is happening right now? Anyway, this is a straight-up religion now. I, a dead serious. This is a religion at this point. If you don't believe me, go to my Telltale Reads YouTube channel and just search up Trump the Messiah. I have a 17-part series reading a book about Donald Trump being the Messiah. And at every Trump rally without fail, we get a guy saying something like this.
1: I think it's very important to to support Donald Trump. Uh, uh, If not, our nation goes down. I believe he was sent by God to
0: preserve Abraham Lincoln's promise. Sent by God. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. It's just absurd on every level, man. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description.
10: To your rightful president, That's a laughing matter. There will be no indictment of my son.
11: Uh
0: Uh-oh, this is Julie Green, self-proclaimed prophet of Donald Trump, or prophet of God, and she prophesies about Donald Trump all the time. Views the dude as a messiah, dead serious. And she's got a pretty big Rumble channel, too. She's really well-known in the evangelical world. As a matter of fact, I don't know if some of you may remember this. uh, Doug Mastriano ran for governor of Pennsylvania, got like 40% in the 2022 midterm elections. She was his official campaign prophet. Official campaign prophet of Doug Mastriano, dead serious. And unfortunately for her, she prophesied that Donald Trump would not be indicted, oopsie daisies. Looks like she just picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies, right? So I wanted to look at some of the other failed prophecies that she's done recently, because she just keeps busting these bad boys out one after another. Check this out, late April 2023, she had this to say.
10: For I the Lord this day, I want to encourage my children.
0: For I the Lord this day. She's saying this with the voice of God. This is a new Bible book, the, the book of Green, chapter 3, verse 2 or something. That, that kind of level, that's where we're at right now. She believes she is providing new scripture for you. So listen to her scripture.
10: For I the Lord this day, I want to encourage my children that I am in control and your enemies are not. My plans and my will are going forth and will change the condition of my body the condition of these nations, the condition of this world, including the economy that is your enemies that they have used against you.
0: Including the economy that is your enemies that they've used against you. Okay, so is she saying that God believes that, or she thinks that God thinks that bad guys are using the economy against good guys? Okay, why doesn't God just fix that then? Isn't he all powerful? Can't he do whatever he wants? Why does he continue to allow these Trump nutter butters to get taken advantage of in this economy? I don't understand.
10: The fall of the Clintons are about to take place. Whistleblowers and major scandals will be exposed.
0: Remember, April 2023, she claims the Clintons are going to be exposed by whistleblowers.
10: Will be exposed. They will not be saved from the deep state this time. A great collapse of the Clintons' power and their influence will be seen. Again, treason will also be their end, saith the Lord.
0: So the Clintons, Bill and Hillary, Billery, if you will, if we're using their celebrity name, I prefer to. Billery, collectively, are going to be, what, tried for treason and taken out but for all their crimes against humanity or whatever? Interesting. I'm... I'm here for it. I love it. Funny enough, she actually prophesied something very similar. September 21st, 2022. Weirdly, that one never came to fruition. But does she ever uh, go back and address these? No. She continues to bust out prophecy after prophecy after prophecy and zeroes in on the ones that succeeded And ignore the ones that failed. Okay, she claimed that Nancy Pelosi would be dead before the 2022 midterm elections. That's what she said. She'd be gone. The deep state was going to end her life before November 2022. And here we sit. She's perfectly fine. Here's another failed prophecy, September 21st, 2022, about the Clintons.
10: Another Clinton secret and scandals are about to be exposed and it will explode in the airwaves.
0: Never happened. Weird, huh? This is a prophecy from God himself. The Clintons will be exposed. A, what was it she said? A scandal. A secret and scandal will be exposed about the Clintons, and it will explode.
10: In the airwaves. A whistleblower is coming, and this will not be held back. Suppressed or ignored.
0: Weird. She said the exact same thing September 2022 that she said in April 2023 and it never happened either time who's lying there are two people in the supposed prophet relationship there is the prophet who's relaying the information to humanity and there's god right one of them lied who lied julie was it you or god Let me remind you, the Bible says God cannot lie, although it does cite him lying multiple times. I mean, for what it's worth, you know who's never told a lie in the Bible? Satan. He never told a lie, not one. Plenty of lies from God, though.
10: I told you, my children, that nowadays Ahab and Jezebel will go down just like the ones in my word. Justice is being served, and you will see them receive it on center stage.
0: Abraham and Jezebel. So who are these supposed Abraham and Jezebels? I mean, she was just talking about the Clintons, right? Are are the Clintons supposed to be Abraham and Jezebel?
10: You will see Bill Clinton die because the angel of death will soon pass by, saith the Lord.
0: Oh, God. She is so strange, dude. Okay. It never happened. Never happened. She claimed Bill Clinton would soon die. What is soon to her? This is forever ago at this point. Never happened. Although for what it's worth, how old is Bill Clinton? Isn't he like 90 or some other thing? Okay, 76. I was close. Bill Clinton, 76. Wow. Bill Clinton is younger than Donald Trump and Joe Biden. That's crazy. Anyways, never happened. Weird. But eventually, it will. Inevitably, Bill Clinton will die in the next, say, 15 years maybe, right? Hell, maybe 20. Maybe even 25 years. Sometime in the near future, few decades, he'll die. And she will count that as a correct prophecy. That's how Julie Green does it. She zeroes in on the hits and ignores the misses, even though the Bible specifically says it's a false prophet if the prophecies they tell do not come true. Check this one out. Mid-March 2023, another prime example of a failed prophecy, a lie that she told, claimed to hear the voice of God when she did not listen to what she had to say.
10: I told you, my children, don't worry about the things that you see. Because the things that you see are temporary.
0: At this moment in the news, Donald Trump was, there was talk of him being indicted.
10: What they are trying to do to your rightful president, that's a laughing matter. There will be no indictment.
0: Ooh, interesting. No indictment, you say? Of course, the dude's been indicted and arrested. Sounds like a false prophecy to me, right? Is this not a false prophecy? What else do you call this?
10: There will be no indictment of my son not the way they wanted it to go oh no 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 the indictments oh yes there will be indictments i promise you but it will be indictments for those want the ones excuse me for the ones who are trying to make this indictment because this is a time of seed, time, and
0: harvest. God, this is painful, dude. Notice how she sometimes kind of skips over her words or messes something up, but intentionally steps back and repeats the entire thing correctly because she believes that this is Bible prophecy. She believes that this is a new Bible book. She's writing this as a new book of the Bible. I don't know what she's called it. Probably the Book of Green, Chapter 3, or the Book of Julie, or some other nonsense like that. What was it the Bible said? Something about not permitting... a woman to teach she shall be in subjugation she shall not be in a position of authority over a man something to that effect how does she justify that one i mean i don't believe in that but she seems to be teaching us about god's word here right am i wrong like everything about her theology from the top down is nonsense Oh God, i love this face she's got going on here so it's a time of seed time and harvest is that what she said because
10: this is a time of seed time and harvest
0: Okay, And
10: I told you before, many, many times, in many other words, I have given to you. They are reaping a harvest. They have no idea what's coming. I am an end to their plans because I am the great I am.
0: There's a verse in the Bible where God says, I am the great I am, basically. And that obviously makes no sense at all. Right. Is it just me like saying I am the great I am that that's nonsense. It seems to me that we can chalk that up to not having like a perfectly faithful translation. Right. Like you can't translate Aramaic or Hebrew perfectly to English. There's always some kind of a, like a give and take in there somewhere. Because the languages are so dramatically different from each other. And I always chalked that up to being why it says I am the great I am. That, that's nonsense. What does he mean? I am the great I am. But she's mastered the art of making prophecies or, or writing up fake prophecies that sound like they came out of the Bible. Joseph Smith did this exact same thing. He mastered the art of sounding exactly like... The guy who translated the Bible from Hebrew to English as it was spoken in the 1700s or the the 14 or 1500s by King James and the others. wait Do they think that God really spoke this way? Do they think that the prophets or whoever, Moses and the, the disciples and people all spoke like that? like a 17th century like middle to modern english speaker with a, a an english accent ridiculous why did the quotes that joseph smith had from the bible in the book of mormon have errors that only existed in his edition of the King James version of the Bible because he was faking it all along and this is a perfect example of Julie Green faking it too exactly like Joseph Smith they have mastered the art of making it sound like it's coming straight out of the Bible when it's so obviously not wouldn't God use modern English if he were communicating with us now why would God use this weird biblical accent or this weird big biblical language So in the last one, she claims that Trump will not be indicted, right? You remember that bit there? Very specifically said, Trump will not be indicted. Things that
10: you see are temporary. What they are trying to do to your rightful president, that's a laughing matter. There will be no indictment of my son.
0: There will be no indictment. Of my son quote unquote now listen to her step back after he was indicted and arrested early april 2023 this is her response to her very recent false prophecy everything they do guarantees their defeat who is they by the way are they in the room with us right now
10: their embarrassments their exposures their judgments what they have done against my david
0: Donald my David is Donald Trump yeah I I think she's about to say that I just want to clarify um they believe him to be like a biblical figure he's he is a messiah in her mind Donald Uh, again profit campaign profit of the Doug Mastriano campaign for governor of Pennsylvania got 40 percent of the vote in Pennsylvania
10: Donald Trump solidifies their judgment and their indictments I have told you about indictments.
0: You said there would be or there wouldn't be any indictments of Donald Trump. That's what you said. Specifically, you said there will not be any indictments of Donald Trump. Quote, unquote. Well, that's not a quote, but you guys just heard it. You know what it was.
10: I told you they would not get what they want out of this.
0: No, you said there wouldn't be any indictments of Trump
10: backfire. It will blow up and boomerang back on them and they will not touch my anointed and get away with this. Remember, my children, I hold the ultimate gavel, not them.
0: So there is her little back up from where she was. That's how she's decided to defend herself when she blatantly, falsely prophesied to people. Claimed to hear the voice of God when she didn't. She said Trump would not be indicted. And now she's changed that to, okay, he was indicted and he was arrested. But what I meant to say was, no, there is no what you meant to say. We understood it perfectly clearly. You said he wouldn't be indicted. And here he is arrested. You lied. This right here should turn off everybody from her YouTube channel. The fact that she lied like this. I'm sorry, not YouTube, Rumble. She's got somewhere in the ballpark, I think she's as big as me on Rumble. She's just as big on Telegram, too. She's not tiny. Yeah, Julie Green Ministries, uh, 200,000 subbies, basically, 186,000. 186,000 subbies on Rumble, and her videos get tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views. This one has 87,000 views, 95,000 views, 230,000 views on this video. uh, 200,000, 189,000, 146,000, 211,000 views. Seriously, she's not a nobody, okay? What she said here about Donald Trump should have destroyed her channel. The only people watching it are people who are religious and believe in the Bible, believe this stuff. And if they do believe in all of this, they should instantly realize she is a false prophet and according to the bible not what i stand for just what the bible says she should be put to death for that i don't believe in that but she should at the very least lose her ministry right how does she still have subbies unless the people watching absolutely have absolutely no clue what the bible actually says have a completely bastardized interpretation of it gavel not them so god has the gavel the ultimate gavel okay
10: say it the lord of hosts
0: say it the lord of hosts okay thank you julie i appreciate that all right here's another uh interesting prophecy she laid on us Uh, late march 2023 check this one out this one is about biden fascinatingly i guess she got all of her prophesying about her her messiah donald trump out of her system decided to go after biden who she views to be the devil probably
10: every one of my children they have gone against and falsely accused truth shall be revealed and judgment will be poured out in this time. When your enemies are front and center, they will fail at every attempt to take my nation and destroy the credibility of my children.
0: Okay, so the big evil deep state is trying to take everything over and they're gonna fail miserably, right? Okay?
10: It's time for justice in the land of my eagle, saith the Lord.
0: It, the, <laughs> justice in the land of my eagle. It is so painful. It's so stupid, it's painful at this point, right? Is it just me?
10: Say it the Lord your redeemer watch the biden's next gaffes they can no longer keep him propped up his days as a supposed leader are coming to an end in a way you would have never expected because man is not removing him i am saith the lord of hosts
0: of hosts okay fantastic well you know what that means that means she just gave us a, a new prophecy she just prophesied to us that Joe Biden wouldn't be democratically removed. He wouldn't be removed through the electoral process. He would be removed in some spectacularly surprising way, like something really crazy happens, like some coup attempt happens in the U.S. and Biden gets kicked out of office and replaced with Trump, basically. That, that's the level that we're talking about, Right. I mean, I'll hold my breath for that. Early December 2022, she said something reasonably similar to that months before. This was a stream she did with Eric Trump. That's right. She knows Eric Trump, and she was on a stream with him. Listen to what she had to say to him.
10: And so one of the things that God keeps saying to me over and over and over again, over and over, that he is going to um, bring back your father in unconventional ways. And he keeps saying that over and over and over again.
0: No, he doesn't. You don't talk to God. You need help desperately.
10: We don't have to wait for a man's way of doing things like an election in order to bring somebody who is actually rightfully the elected president of the United States of America. I still call him president.
0: Okay. So what is she implying here? We don't have to wait to remove Biden. Is she saying that we should like get into like a civil war to reinstate Donald Trump? I think that's what she's saying. This is so disturbing, dude.
10: The elected president of the United States of America. I still call him president. I will never call Biden president because he's not. I don't know exactly how God's going to do it. He doesn't give me that type of information, uh, but he does give me the fact that what he is going to do is he's bringing him back.
0: No, he doesn't. He doesn't give you any information. If you think you're really hearing the voice of God, you need to take some antipsychotic medicine. You need to take some Seroquel or something. Really, this is not good. This is not healthy. If you believe you're hearing the voice of God, get help. My question is, I think she's married, Julie Green. I can't imagine she's not married, right? Do you think she would be willing to get into a relationship with Donald or Eric on screen here or Don Jr. and view herself as some kind of a new Mary? I would bet anything she would get into a relationship with these people, believing that they have like some prophetic resonance around them or something. It is so sad. And you know what's really, really sad about it, honestly? She's not the only person who is so emotionally invested in this movement as a new religion, as a cult, that these people, Eric, Don Jr., Don Sr., would have to actively try not to, to take advantage of people. They could take advantage of people simply by being around them. But you know, they're not trying not to. They are actively attempting to take advantage of the people around them. This is exactly how cult leaders operate, FYI.
10: He's bringing them back. And I don't know how he's gonna do that. I just know he can't wait to see them fall. And I can't wait to see what God is gonna do with you. So if that's okay,
0: I would, um, love, really, I would love it. That's beautiful. I'm, asking if uh, she can pray for him, I think. And my okay. life, I, I believe it
10: 100%. Okay, I want to pray. So Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just lift up Eric and we lift up his entire Trump family to you, Father God. We just want to praise you. We want to thank
0: Jesus, dude. So that's not even the first time that she had made the prophecy that Biden would be removed in some spectacular way. She had made it months before and it still fell flat. But, Honestly, look at the joy on her face when she hears Eric Trump say, I believe it 100%. Hey,
10: I would um,
0: love love it. That's beautiful. And and, and by the way, I I believe it 100%.
10: Okay, I want to pray. So, Heavenly Father,
0: they have to actively try not to take advantage of people, and they're intentionally setting out to take advantage of the people around them. I just can't wait for the day that the Trumps are not part of the political system in the U.S. anymore. They have corrupted it nearly beyond repair, in my opinion. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. I'm deeply entertained by the false prophecies, but simultaneously absolutely disgusted at the way that the Trumps operate. That's all I've got for you. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check me out on Patreon. And take a look at my YouTube channels. Owen Morgan, where I talk about religious issues. Telltale Fireside Chat, where I talk about politics. Telltale Unfiltered, where I do long-form breakdowns and stuff like this. And Telltale Reads, where I read books by televangelists and others. I release everything in parts, but every part stands independently of the last. So you can jump in anywhere and i'll make sure it makes sense you can find some ad free uncensored complete versions of all my videos on my website owenmorgan.com and while you're there don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything all links are in the description okay thanks for watching guys